then hit and keep moving forward. to the New Japan Weekly Show here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're watching here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network and if you're new, subscribe. You can click on the link below, subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel. And if you're watching this on Twitch as well, subscribe and follow us on Twitch and all, all over the social media platforms. And don't forget to go to bloodlinenetwork.com for all your sports analytics Pro wrestling, MMA, MLB, NFL, and much more, and entertainment as well. We appreciate you for guys for joining us here on this wonderful Saturday. It's the host of TV's one I've been seeing here with my other host, the man with the IQ. That Gato, I don't know what Gato's thinking, but <laughs> you know it is Gato. But ah, uh, man, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Baker, what is going on, Baker? Not much. I can't wait to talk about this because there's a lot going on and. It's leaning up into the best of Super Juniors and then Dominion. So, absolutely yes, man. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, to cover all New Japan here today. So we're also covering, as well as we're giving a review of what happened 24 hours ago, and also down the road to Wrestling Dotaku and a preview. But before we get into all of that, we're gonna go ahead and get, get into speaking about the brackets. So let's you know let's talk about the brackets now that we got it up here. As it's going to happen, I'm starting on May 12th is when it all begins. The New Japan, of course, Best of Super Juniors, the 30th anniversary. And we have Block A and Block B, if you see right above you know, above us. Man. And the, the surprising one, the new one, the new fresh one on this turn on this block is Speedball Mike Bailey. There's but actually two. Two? And who's the second one? Let me see. I'm trying to uh, Dan Maloney. That's right. Dan Maloney. Yes, I forgot about him. But yes. You know, break it down, Bigley. Are you excited for this two blocks starting on May 12th? And what is your expectation of the best of the Super Juniors coming up on May 12th? I'm excited. I feel like it's a smaller bracket than it was last year. We had a lot of uh, guys in last year's from different promotions, from CMLL, of course, from uh, uh, the Broken Hearts, uh, uh, Impact, AW. But now we just have... A, I think we just had the two new names and, and of course speedball mike bailey from impact and then dan maloney who literally just three weeks to a month ago joined united empire he of course he is from rev pro i like that addition i haven't seen much of him but uh i i hear a lot of good things about him so i'm interested to see these different matchups with them to see how they go along with these guys. And, of course, I told you the other day, give me Mike Bailey uh, versus, versus Hiromu any day. I can't wait to see that match. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I can't wait either, man. This is going to be a fantastic block. I mean, we have, you know, looking at it here, we have 
on block A, we do have two of LIJ, Titan and Hiromu, on that block. And then we also have one of just five guys on that block. And then we have, you know, and then we also have uh, Kushida, who is very familiar with Leo Rush, TJP, of course, part of the you know, United Empire. I mean, show, I mean, part of House of Torture. And of course, a Bullet Club member. That's what we have there. And man, I'm they tried to break They tried to break the tag teams up. They got Yo on one side, Leo Rush on the other, Kushida on one side, Kevin Knight on the other, and then TJB on one, and then Akira on the other. They're trying to tr- split them up, give us different uh, different looks, and not like tag teams facing each other. Like you might have a couple Bullet Club members on one side, but it's a little different. It's the two different parts. Like show and Ishimori is going to be the closest thing to uh, like a faction uh, on one side that you're going to see. And they're not even uh, uh, in the same thing per se, uh, unless you want to count Akira and Dan Maloney, they're going to face each other, but Maloney just joined the group. So it's a little different. That's right. It's going to be very, very different. I'm, I'm excited. I'm stoked for this block. I, I can't wait to see, you know, obviously they're going to announce the matches on Bontaku. Yeah. They're going to announce the card. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to how they're going to announce it. But this is going to be spectacular. I think, oh, man, just, this is going to be good shit. And, oh, and then Park Connors. I'm the one. That's the one I'm going to be excited for on that block piece. So I'm very, very stoked to see what's going to happen on that one. That is for sure. All right. And then also... We got an announcement as well that happened that they announced a first ever to be crowned a New Japan Strong Women's Champion. And they'll be having this tournament at New Japan Strong Resurgence coming up on May 22nd. As we do have, of course, the four participants here. And, you know, let me go ahead and uh, remove this. So we have uh, Stephanie of Vature, Mercedes Monet, and Momo Congo. And with Nightingale. So we have these women competing in this tournament. And I want to get your thoughts, Bakley, of overall, I mean, this new Japan Women's Strong Championship belt created and this tournament. Give us your take overall. You know, it's built for Mercedes to win this. It it puts things into perspective of why they had her drop the title at a stardom all-star uh, last week because they, they had the thought of creating a New Japan strong title. Is it too much because they literally just created the IWGP women's title? Maybe, but maybe this is the way of keeping this title as like a U.S. one and to build up uh, the women's U.S. division because you do have stardom over there. They can kind of intermingle stardom with the New Japan with the wrestlers because they, they got a deep roster over there, but they need to build up this uh, this side of uh, of the of things on the on the globe. And the way to do that, of course, just like they did in IWGP, is with Mercedes Monet. And I think this is an easy way to promote two uh, unknown fighters uh, here. You do have Will Nightingale who is getting big in AEW, so that'll be kind of like that finals uh, matchup for Monet. Monet versus Nightingale 
which should be an interesting but fun matchup because I like watching Nightingale's style. And if we see more of her on New Japan Strong, I'd be I'd be down for that. It gives her more time. She appears every week on Ring of Honor, I feel like, a little bit on AEW. And now you put her on Strong, that'll keep her busy. And I think this, this could also be a way to kind of transition Monet into doing work with AEW because of Will Nightingale being part of that roster. So it could be like a thing to think about in the future. But I like the idea. I like the fact that they're, they're building up uh, the women's uh, rosters for the Japan-style uh, promotion. And it used to be like no women in New Japan, but now not only do they have an IWGP title, but they have a U.S. title now as well. Absolutely, you're right. Shout out to the Tim, the banger of all bangers. Tim, she was going on. My brother put them ones up. That's right. Yes, sir. But you know what? I mean, with this, with this belt created, and mind you, remember that AEW has that relationship with New Japan. So, and also we're going to see, eventually down the line, we're going to see New Japan Collision. I mean, uh, AEW Collision, which we might see maybe a little collaboration yeah. with that belt probably defended there in that you know that show. Uh, and don't forget what big pay-per-view is a month after this. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. That's right. That is right. So we might see it at Forbidden Door. I don't know who's going to win this belt, to be honest. I mean, I I kind of see Mercedes, but then again, I don't. I I don't think so. I, I, I have a feeling she's going to... She's gonna keep continue exploring out other places. Like we did see, you know, she was in attendance to see Trinity and Impact. So maybe we'll see if you know she'll probably even head to Impact and you know try out there, try out that roster. But I mean, we don't. Well, as we know so far, she extended her contract with you yeah. know with New Japan. That's what we know for now. But we don't know how many matches. We don't know how many like you know how many you know dates that she's booked for. I hope she's booked more with Stardom, especially with the with the Grand Prix coming up. And so that's going to be exciting. Oh, good shit. Five-star Grand Prix. All, yes. day. all day, every day. And that's going to be the one that I'm going to be like, okay, this is so – and we can see her competing there. Who? I mean, we, we don't know. I mean, this is going to be very interesting to see. And then and then there's the fact that Joria dropped the stardom title. So that's right. It's like that's both right. of them dropped them on the same night. So it's kind of like interesting the fact that we, we were thinking title versus title for a while, but now they don't. Either of them don't have a title, but maybe it's a way of getting Joria to the U.S. Maybe put Mercedes Monet, uh, give her the the strong belt, and then have Joria challenge for it and to try and do a little bit kind of what but Kingo uh, does with the with the Triple A title, where he he has come to America and he he's been working AEW and Ring of Honor, but he's been defending that title. But she, maybe she comes over and does a little bit of excursion into the U.S. and showcases herself to get more eyes on her and more eyes on stardom because she's been the 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 woman over there that has been the most sought after for other wrestlers. But like, I'm thinking right now though, I'm thinking Forbidden Door there. I, I'm thinking Mercedes Monet. You put the title on her, and everybody's like, what could she do? She could wrestle. She could wrestle the Ring of Honor champion, which is Athena. That's right. And they they both talked about wanting to wrestle each other. Uh, more so, Athena has said it about Monet, and Monet has said that it sucks that Athena didn't get much work in 
WWE, but you can have that happen and then still have uh, the women's champion challenge, maybe somebody from Stardom or New Japan, one of those belts. Like it still gives you the option because of the different promotions within the promotion uh, there. So I look at that matchup and that could work there instead of having her try and go for somebody up high, like, uh, of course, Jamie Heater. Like, you guys, Jamie Heater, do somebody else. That's right. I mean, oh, man, there's so much. But I'm excited. Hopefully, there's still tickets, and hopefully I should get them next week, hopefully, and I should be attending to this event because I really want to go see this event. And we still got even the, the IWGP U.S., you know, who's the number one contendership? We still yeah. have Will Osprey versus Tanahashi, which we don't even know because, mind you, they're, they're both injured. So we don't even know if that's even going to happen. Well, too. Will Osprey got cleared, and then he just won the one one PW World Championship in London uh, last week. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, over, I believe it was Bobby Fish. Oh, Bob, Okay. All right, I like that. Okay, I I, I gotta definitely gotta check that out. Definitely gotta check that out. Oh man, but I am I'm stoked. I'm excited to see how this term is gonna be, and to see what Mercedes future is gonna yeah. be with New Japan. But I I don't know. If I I'm still not convinced yet that she'll probably win this. You know this title. Here's I, the question: Who do you think wins it then? Uh, I I don't know. I mean. My question is, is it only these two? I mean, it's only these four, right? It's that's what it is. It's only yeah. these four. It's a two and two. It, it, it's going to basically be three matches total. Okay. Two semis and the finals. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I'll be shocked if it's Widow Nightingale. I will be shocked. Uh, but but I don't I see just, that. I just hope they don't do it to where I'd be okay with Widow Nightingale winning but I just hope they don't use that with AEW to promote the originals versus the outcasts. You know what I'm saying? Where it, like Jamie Hayter could fight somebody and then Will Nightingale would defend this against somebody like Ruby Rose or Tony Storm. Mm, because she, because of that whole rivalry going on between the originals and the outcasts. So I hope they don't do something like that. Just put the title on her. Willow just to promote that. That's true. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see, but uh, it's going to be interesting. It's really, really going to be interesting. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Oh, right. All right. So now we move on into the road to Dontaku, where before we even get to it. So there's, we're heading, you know, road to Dontaku, of course, but let's get into. This match for me that I was expecting for it to be, okay, we're going to see now what Doku's all about. And when this match happened, we saw, and I love the fact that Kevin Kelly called it out, uh, that Naito's like the, the rudo, like the heel. Like he was. Naito yeah. was the heel in this match. But this match was great. I, I'm happy, even though Doku lost, Naito, of course, with the upset. But Do- Doku did show what he's all about. We finally get to see who is Doku, you know, who he truly is in New Japan. We've seen him outside of the promotion of New Japan. You know, we've seen him, you know, in, in NOAA. We've seen him in DDT. I mean, we've seen him. I think I think he competed at Dragon Big. Uh, you correct me they, they, 
they mentioned uh, Mexico. Uh, Mexico. One big thing that one big thing they said was they mentioned that Naito gave him some respect. It was like usually he's the one making fun of Doki, but he was impressed in the fact that Doki is standing up for himself and he's not and he's giving Naito shit. Like he's like, who's like you don't mean anything to me. I can beat you. And, and I like that about this match. It was about him standing up against Naito. Mm. <laughs> but I love it though, because yes. it, this this match was great. I enjoyed it. It was it was fun to see you know Doku finally do what he had to do, and then I, I'm excited for him and to see what's the. I, I don't know if this is gonna be a rematch because I know there was a couple of six man or eight man tags that they were still kind of like you know headbutting each other. So I don't know if it's gonna be a rematch, but I enjoyed this matchup. I don't know how do you feel about it? Baby? I enjoyed it, and one of the the funny moments of the match when, uh, of course, Naito had him in the submission, and then he didn't let go, and then he and then he just made the excuse, "Ah, oh, I got a cramp in my leg. I got a cramp in my leg," <laughs> and, and then Kevin Kevin Kelly, he just pulled it off uh, like something funny, like a joke, but like and then uh, of course I love the end, the ending of it, and when Naito was like. Rapido, Rapido, get out of my ring. Get out of my ring. <laughs> I give them a taste of the own medicine. But they seem to work well together in the ring. Like, of yeah. course, uh, Doki got the got the action started very quick. Naito can even get his uh, tuxedo off and everything. And then he had to, like, throw him out and then slowly take it off. And then he was slowing the pace down because Doki wanted to speed things up. He wanted to slow things down. And it was just a little bit here and there. But, but of course, Naito, it was just a little too much for him there because of the aggressiveness. Like, Doki was too aggressive in this match. It was, it, it was, if he would have just slowed things down a little bit, he might have been able to shock him. But Naito just used the momentum against him. That's right. That is right. So, man. Good, good job. I mean, good job for Doku, Naito. Yeah. Good, good matchup. I really enjoyed it. Oh, the shocker of all shockers, the next one we're going to want to talk about, which is, of course, the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship match. Francesco, United Empire's Francesco Akira and TJP defending the Junior Tag Team titles versus LA Dojo's, of course, head trainer, Kushida, and alumni student, Kevin Knight. And this shocked the world, and it shook me when I saw it. But I did when I went. Oh! Not believe that the ending of this match was we got new IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions, and mind you, this is the first LA Dojo graduate, Kevin Knight's first belt, along with his with his master, with his teacher, his coach Kushida, as they defeated. The United Empire, Akira and TJP. First of all, great matchup. I love the just the back and forth between these two, and the fast pace and the close you know, the, the close counts. Kevin Knight, great offense that he has. I mean, Kushida as well. But TJP, I like how TJP. He's another another technician that was just like oh, cranking the hell out of the leg of Kushida, and I was just like oh. And then when he did the, uh, it almost looked like the. The version of Pentagon, you know how Pentagon will put yeah. your arm around and snap your arm. He snapped the leg, and I was just like, "Oh, oh, I cringe." But man, that match was fucking brutal. I fucking enjoyed it. 
I, I, I just didn't know what happened on when busting is. I missed. It was it was the finisher. It was the finisher. The I they they just named it. They gave it a name. I'm trying to think of what the name of the finisher is. Uh, mm-hmm. They just gave it a name. That DDT. It was that. That's what bust. That's what busted his TJP's face open was the the finisher, and of course they named it, and I and I can't think of it, but I'm loving everything, and I see how Kevin Knight. I like how they partnered him with Kushida. They made the the notion that if it wasn't for Kushida getting the hands, nose, and mouth disease, which he would then recover from, he he would heal from it at the LA JoJo, which then led him to. Well, and the coach there, and because he coached there, he formed a bond with Kevin Knight, who is the president and ambassador of the LA Dojo. That's right. And that's what formed this tag team, the Jet Setters. And that's where we're at now with it. It's, it's kind of given uh, Kevin Knight that he's kind of doing this on excursion, if you want to say. Like he's working under Kashida. Kashida is his sensei. And I think it's been a great thing for him. And it's kind of like jettisoned his uh, career. Like he, he really didn't last long as a, a young lion. It was probably like a year when usually you see him doing two years. But because he's been paired with Kashida, he's kind of learned so much, has done so much in that little time. This century, they partnered, they first partnered in the uh, Super Junior Tag League. That's right. Yes, I remember so, that. So, like, I, I, I think this was more of a way to get Akira and TJP in the singles action because I feel like they want to see what Akira can do as a future champion. But it's a good work for Kevin Knight as well. A young guy, he's breaking into New Japan, and he looked great. And I think the crowd liked him, too. They oh, no, yeah, him. the crowd loved him. I they, just seen the – I don't know if you noticed – when they threw him to like they were trying to throw him towards towards the cage like towards the the yeah still great the still cage part he when he jumped over and then when he did that splash on akira and tjb and then you see the and you notice his smile he was like yeah ah, he was so happy just seeing that and he smiled and i know you know this is a great experience for him and i'm so yeah. happy for kevin knight because this is something new that you know i've seen this man Every time in Japan strong, I just I just saw him uh, in Philly two weeks ago. It was supposed to be him in Kashida versus El Desperado and Fernando, but because Kashida was competing against uh, Steve Macklin for the war, the war title that night on Impact, he had to miss the match. Kashida had to go to Impact in Canada, so uh, Kevin Knight got a. Uh, a different partner in it, and he looked great in that match. Like I, I liked seeing him against Desperado; that was fun. And of course, they protected Kevin Knight by not having him take the pin, which yeah. was a, a good, which was a foreshadow to hear. But it, it's just cool. It's just cool seeing these young guys get these moments, uh, of course. And it's, I think Akira and TJP still made them look like a million dollars. Yes. They sold well for them. Uh, Akira's 22, TJP's, uh, he's in his 30s, uh, early 30s. So it's like they're still young enough, but these are two guys that I think are going to compete for the junior uh, heavyweight title. They need to push somebody because I feel like Hiromu's not going to be the guy anymore. 
I think he's going to move up to heavyweight. So they need to develop new contenders. Yeah. And shout out once again, man. Congratulations to Kevin Knight. Yeah. And Kushida. I'm and excited. They, for and I see a future multiverse two matchup because I've seen these on Kevin Knight and Chris, I mean, and Ace Austin on, of course, on Twitter with Team ABC, who are the Impact uh, Tag Team Champions. That's right. That's right. And I see a future champion versus champion matchup on Multiverse 2 between the Jet Setters and ABC. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. I can't wait, man. This is going to be exciting. Yeah. The other one is exciting, man. We finally get to see this man to show who he really is. We talked we talked weeks ago about this man that we want to see who is Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And we saw that on this matchup for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match between Hiromu Takahashi defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship versus... You know Yoshinobu Kanemaru in this match. Wow, I went netty, and I'm gonna go netty all day today because yes, <laughs> I have to go netty on it because Kanemaru finally, the veteran. I Kevin Keller was keep Keller calling him the veteran, and he was. This match was nothing but veteran on his side, yeah. attacking, focusing on the leg of Hiromu. Attacking like a whole match, the moonsault, the DDT, and the just oh that brainbuster. Man, Kanemaru could go. This man could go. I swear I thought he was gonna win this belt because it was a close by. And let me I want to show this picture because this picture right here, Kanemaru had Hiromu in this figure four for almost, I would say. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, baby. It's only like four minutes, almost oh, about geez. four minutes. Probably a little bit longer, I feel like. But man, and I thought he was gonna tap. I'm like, okay, this guy is gonna tap. No way is it gonna happen. And then Hiromu sells it so good with the oh, screaming. God, yes, he just shows their emotion on there, like he's hurting so much. Like he's a pro at that. But just like you said, he, he like he had a plan. He was gonna attack the knee and the leg. Just doing the, the knee drop straight to uh, the uh, the mat instead of onto his thigh. Yeah. Like he did it to the back of the on the outside to the cage, just like that. Like he had a plan. He was going to slow him down, slow the pace, and then just be more technical. And then let's not forget about the fact that he he kicked out of the time bomb twice. It took three time bombs to finish him. And That's at true. the end, at the end, it took. What was it? A clothesline, uh, a, slight, a vertical drop to the head, and then the time bomb to finish Uncle Nobu. That's what it took to finish him. And the match was almost 30 minutes. There was craziness. Like I, lo- I loved the, the match. Finally got to showcase himself in this match. Like Even though he lost, it was a good setup for the the best of the super juniors, which he's gonna be gonna be in, and I like the fact that he's wearing the new tights now. He's not wearing the old, just black ones. It, it's gray. It's a little bit more style. Like you're seeing him step out as a contender now. Absolutely, yeah, I am with you 100. This guy, 
man i just love this ah, that moonsault was so fucking yes. beautiful man yeah oh you know what kind of i think honestly i wouldn't mind seeing him in the finals in this best of two super juniors and, and then quick question isn't him and desperado on the same side yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be interesting and then it's like oh my god this is gonna be you gotta like I gotta, I gotta see how that reaction is when they first get into the ring because oh they're like, oh, for a more dominant junior tag team, and now they're on different stables, pretty much. And you can kind of say right now that even though Desperado is part of the uh, Never Open Weight Tag Champs, that maybe Uncle Nobu might have more on his side, like more momentum on, on his side. Going on, my going on. You could. He, he did a great job, man. yeah, definitely. And you guys did a great job on smacking it raw last night. That's right, baby. That's yes. right. That's right. Smacking it raw. But you would say that Uncle Nubu might have more uh, momentum on his side than El Desperado does right now, because he's only done like a, a few of those matches. Whereas you've seen a lot of work out Uncle Nubu uh, with getting these matches, fighting for the, of course, the junior heavyweight title, working with just five guys. Like he's breaking out now. This is his, this is his coming out party. Oh yeah, definitely. I totally agree. And I'm just really happy for him because kind of morals never give yeah. him what credits do. Tribal Chief, that's right. We acknowledge the Tribal Chief. Question Wrestling Podcast, yes. of course, the Tribal Chief. But man, this old the vet, Uncle Novo, damn it, wow, Uncle Novo, you did a good job. And I, man, I hope you get the praise that you deserve, and you got it from us, man. We commend you. For a great performance. This is one uh oh yeah, it was a fun match. Yeah. Fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I this should have I think I, I, I think they're saving Hiromu dropping the title into Dominion. I think that's what they're gonna do. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna have him go through the best of super juniors as the champion as he should. Because yeah. usually he doesn't have the title uh going through the tournament. Usually he wins the tournament. And then wins the title, but now or loses, but now he can go through the t- the tournament. He can be one of the favorites. He'll lose in the last match, like every champion does. It feels like, and before the the finals, and then he'll drop the title to whoever wins the tournament at Dominion. And then he, like I told you, this is my theory. He's gonna go into the the G one climax after he drops the title, and that will be his his what's called uh, El Fantasmo moment from last year where he did both tournaments. Mm. And then declared that he was a heavyweight now. I like that theory. I think it could happen. I don't disagree at all. I think that could happen. And the beautiful part about this that we see him dropping the belt at Dominion to Kanemaru. Now we can see more feuds with Kanemaru and Desperado. We won't, We can finally see that. That's something that's gonna be interesting, or I just want kind of hard to have this moment. I think this is yes. the right time to have it, and I agree. It should happen at Dominion. If it happens at Dominion, he will have the best. All five guys. We're just missing. Once he isn't missing Doku, we're missing Doku to get something. And I mean, he could go after. I think for me, I think he could go after the never open weight or shit. I I don't know. There's so much they could do. Um, or they could, or they could, they could have maybe Kanemaru be a double champ, him and Doku holding the junior tag team titles. 
And then him holding, well, you know, well, there's more titles now because you got Kenta holding the open, the strong open weight. That's right. That's and he's, right. In, of course, he's here defending Japan, uh, and which is going to be cool to see that strong belt being defended, uh, of course, next week on Dentaku oh. instead of in the U.S. So that's going to be cool. Yes. Random question: Is the junior title on the line? Uh, for all this, uh, the junior fest, uh, all junior festival in August. Uh, good question because I, I don't think it is. I don't, I don't, I don't think it is because uh, of course I was there when they announced the uh, the the tournament and and then I heard that there's going to be a lot more people because the the one that they had last year was small because they couldn't get enough people to fly over to Japan. But now that's going to be in America and Philly, they could get a lot more talent uh, to the tournament. So it's going to be bigger and better. Oh, so yeah. I, so I think maybe they just have a a champion for the event. It's part of the trophy for it. Like how the one they had in, yeah. in, here in Japan, I mean, Japan just recently. That was a good one, too. Which oh, was, yeah. Oh, man. That was fucking oh, bangers because it was all promotions <sighs> on that one. All promotions. Oh man, all right. Now it's time we move on to the next one here, which is we it is to review. It is it is uh Justin it's all juniors in Philly. It's, all juniors, yes, it's yeah. all juniors. That's they, gonna they, be awesome. They had one in Japan, but it was smaller, and this is the, the sequel to it. Yeah, oh oh yeah, that's right. It is it is a sequel for it. Now it's time to get into Reviewing wrestling Satasuma no Kuni review that happened 24 hours ago. There's two matches there we're going to review. Obviously, we're not reviewing yeah. the whole card because, you know, we have a prediction to do for Dontaku. But here on this one, I, oh, man, you want to talk about meaty men? Oh, four meaty men slapping meat, having oh, such good fucking shit of professional talk about, wrestling. Talk about chemistry. Oh, shit. Chemistry. Oh my god. That oh where's Netty? Where's Netty? Such good shit. Yes, man. Shout out to these four individuals as we're speaking about the IWGP heavyweight tag team championship match that happened between Aussie Open versus TMDK, Shane Hayes and Mark Nichols challenging. Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher for those tag team titles. This was a banger. Oh, banger. Uh, uh, Shout out. Yes. Banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. Banger, man. Banger. I loved it. Break it down, Brie. Go ahead, Bigly. Break it down. Now, shout out to Shane Hayes, man. This guy who barely got any work in WWE. They, they were just talking about how they were going to give him a, a Crocodile Dundee a gimmick to where he was going to chase around, I think, Akira Tozawa, I think it was. No, no. It was him or uh, or Scripps. And he was going to chase him around, capture him, and then just he would get away every time. And he was just going to be mid-card at best, like a jobber. He comes over back over to Japan he reforms TMDK with Mikey Nichols, who left WWE because he wanted to go back to Australia to where his baby was born and then where his wife is. So Japan's right there. So it's close for him to travel. 
but uh, they reformed that tag team, and this is where they need to be. This is where she's, Shane Hayes is. He's a tag team specialist. They got great chemistry. Whoever they wrestle, they put on great matchups. They had a great one uh, a couple months ago for the titles with, uh, of course, uh, with Goto and Yoshihashi. And then they come here and have an even better one with, uh, of course, Ozzy Open. I thought they were going to win it. Like, there's some points in the match where I was like, holy shit, look, look at that. Like, they did uh, they did the face drop on the apron to Fletcher, the clothesline, uh, uh, like, face drop. They they got them to the outside. They were focusing on two-on-one attacks half the time. They even did the Coriolis. They did the Ozzy Open finisher to I think it was Davis. No, no, it was to Fletcher. Not they to Fletcher. Did the, yeah, Fletcher, and got a 2.8 uh, pin. Uh, they came this close, but then Davis was able to push uh, Nichols into the, the, the count to stop it. It was just a great matchup. Like You could tell that they put on a very good uh, performance, and they were able to put together and work well together. And you saw how well that they were like respected each other afterwards. It was just one of those matches. The only gripe that I have is is the fact that uh, since they've come back, this is the second time that they've lost a title match, and I I don't want TMDK to be thrown to the wayside because they lost yeah. two title matches because they're such a good tag team, and even though Ozzy Open. Uh, you, you knew Ozzy Open were going to win because they're on a roll right now. They got both titles, but I'm just hoping that TMDK doesn't become a mid uh, tag team in New Japan. I'm hoping that this was a way to showcase them once again that they're great workers that they deserve to be up there, and then down the line that uh, they decide to give them their fair shake and give them the titles after yeah. this big thing. But then yeah. you got there. Then I don't even know where to go with with after the match. I don't that. know why. Why the fuck did House of Torture come out of nowhere? And and because we first we had Goto and Yoshihashi coming out. They were gonna go ahead and part most likely get the rematch clause because they need a rematch clause. By the way, I don't. I don't think and, anymore. I don't think anymore. Uh, but well, but but I will say this: uh, at least we get another fresh new matchup. Because I will say, like going through the same three teams. Every time is gonna get uh, like uh, not pathetic, but I'm gonna get tired of just seeing the same three teams, even though they put on great matches. That's true. I, like at least this throws like a, a new wrinkle into it. Maybe, maybe it's not just a two on two match, maybe they do a triple threat tag match. Maybe they have a match between, uh, of course, uh, House of Torture versus uh, for versus them to see who the number one contenders are. I think that's – I would agree with that. I think that's more better because I don't want to see a triple threat for this. That's what I was thinking at first when I saw the, you know, the aftermath when we saw House of Torture attacking, you know, Bishamon and them attacking, yeah. of course, United Empire. And looks like it's going to be – it's – it's is it who – but see, who out of the four is going to do it? Are you going to tell me there's going to be evil and – It's going to be evil and <sighs> – Takahashi. Takahashi. They're going to be yeah. doing it. Oh, my God. Because they're the team that usually does the the I mean the, the World Tag League. So I think it's going to be them. You can even put TMDK in this match and make Dominion a Fatal 4-Way tag title match. 
That's right. And adding TMDK, yeah, yeah, adding TMDK to that match too. I mean, uh, this is this match was awesome. If you guys haven't seen it, go. If you guys are subscribed to New Japan World, I highly recommend for you guys. Twenty six minutes long. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't drag. Like it was just good shit. Such good it shit. Was good, just good shit, man. I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. Just to see that these these guys killed it, man. These four men did incredibly great and just uh oh man you want to talk about incredibly great i'm just i'm just getting pictures because i want to get ready for this one because this one is going to be like oh my god i just wish these man had the pictures but they don't and too bad we can put videos because it would have been great to put some videos but man it is time to talk about the main event of this event <clears throat> Oh man, and that is for the KOPW provisional Hot Chingo Takagi tryout championship match. Chingo defending the KOPW title versus Tai Chi. And this was a banger of 45 fucking minutes. Like 45 minutes of nothing but. Banger and banger and banger and I and I didn't get bored of this match. I was really more edge of my seat. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, I was just yeah. 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 yeah, that's how I was. I really enjoyed it. But break it down, Bigley. Give them first of all, get at the audience and the listeners. What is the Takagi tryout match? Break it down and give us your thoughts of this matchup. Basically, it's a multi uh, pinfall submission KO match. There's five different ways that you can get a victory. It's pinfall, submission, TKO, KO, and I think countout. So there's five ways. And all you got to do is I think you got to get three or four of the five. And... Jeez, this went 45 minutes long, almost an hour. And then, of course, if you've seen these matches, just pure violence. And, like, like Teichi wanted to slow things down, but then, of course, Shingo wanted to speed things up. There are two different ways that this uh, uh, match went at different times. I just loved everything about this match, of course. Uh, and this was a way to get sh- the belt off of Shingo without hurting him too much because you're making them go multiple uh, finishes inside of a match to win the title. So as whereas Shingo has been winning the, the one pinball matches, they had to go several times in here to do it. And, of course, Taichi just had just enough in the tank to, to get the finish with the of course the the pass out but uh these guys wanted to go outside there's multiple times where it went to 19 count when they almost double k- count out oh, each other right. yes oh on my several God. Ca- several occasions with one being 19.9 and then you see right there uh Hiromu, uh, had the white fly, uh, tower right there it's just he was Just, ready to throw that fucking. He was ready to throw it in, and then it didn't happen because, of course, this happened. 
Yeah. And when this happened, that's right. Yes. That is over. That is over. And that was now... the third. That was the third attempt too. And of course, I think one of the big things was the fact that uh, Shingo got the pinfall way too soon. Yes. And you see, you that was saw right that, here on this one. Yeah, you, you saw that hurt him so much because once you got the pinfall, you can't go for the pinfall again. So whenever he would get him, it would be like, ah, I can't pin him anymore because I already got that too soon. And Taichi would just get up from the 10 count just in time every single time, like eight or nine uh, there. And just a wonderful match, wonderful match. He gets that moment. He gets that KOPW title. The, the third time's a charm here because this was his third and final attempt at the title. And, man, if you would have told us three months ago when – no, four months ago when just five – just four guys formed that they would be getting this much work and then they would have two titles uh, under themselves right now, I would have been like, you're joking. Not only that, but they added Sonata. Sonata has gotten – the, the hero's welcome. He, he is the guy now, and not just a background player. He, he stole the IWGP war title <laughs> out of our like noses out of nowhere. And then Taichi, his buddy, which both of them were both ironically trained by the same guy who just retired uh, two months ago by Naito, which is kind of ironic in, as well. And now he is the KOPW champion. So both those guys are champions. You got Doki uh, there. You got Uncle Nobu who has stepped his game up. He has come out of nowhere. He has become a, a, a like a, one of those breakout candidates. And then of course you got the bounce piece, Takamishinuku, who we know how well he did in the WWE. Absolutely. And what I love about this is even during this match. Even you know, Kanemaru was gonna throw in the towel for Tai Chi because yes. he was out. Like he was out too. And Shingo, I thought I was like, oh shit, Shingo might, Shingo might win this one. But oh, this this match was oh, beautiful. It was. You will not be disappointed how big they said. If you watch this one for forty five minutes, it will get you the edge off your fucking seat. I went netty on this one because I'm happy that now Tai Chi. And this is his first titles, singles titles. Am I correct? Because I don't see, I don't see any singles. Titles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here's a good uh, picture right here to show oh, right there. That's right. That's it, right. It, if you take away the the title on the bottom, it shows the different things the circle means that you have gotten it already. So at this point, each of them had a KO and a pinfall there. Yes. And of course, TKOs on the bottom, countouts on the bottom, and then submissions up top. So uh, they're both going for uh, – that's why the match lasted so long was because they need so many finishes. So they needed to win three out of uh, out of either – but three falls pretty much, but yeah. five different ways you can win it. It's pretty yeah. much what it is. So, I mean, this – I mean, if Shingo's, Shingo's idea, I like this uh, tryout, uh, this tryout. I, I actually like it. It's actually not yeah. bad at all. It's, it's, it's a good st- – it's a good – a different type of matchup actually it's way way different i, I like it and it's, and it's the perfect spot to 
have him drop it too with the Dominion uh, on the horizon and then the G1. So for Shingo, he doesn't have to focus on this anymore. He can focus on the, the world title now. Oh, yeah. And just, oh, look at that close. Oh, my God. Oh. That, man, I would never want to take a clothesline from Shingo Takagi. What's going on, Nick? That's right. The Universal Wrestling Podcast. Yes, that's right. But, man, yeah, I'm, honestly, I would not want to take a clothesline from Shingo. Hell no. I would <laughs> not um, at all. Not at all. But congratulations to just five guys. I love it. I'm happy that they won this shit, man. Uh, so, I am so happy for for Tai Chi's first title, first singles title. Um, he is, and mind you, Bakley, he, he, him, he's a, this is his first main event. Yes, this is his first main event. In on a, a pay, I, this is because you could say a pay per view event. I guess I don't know. I don't you can know. have you can have three uh, big events. To where just five guys had a guy in the main event within right. a week. First, you got Uncle Nobu, then you got uh, Taichi, and now you're gonna have Sonata yep. on Thursday. Oh, yeah, man, I can't wait. This is gonna be exciting. Oh, I mean, this is good shit. Yeah, they are turning into my favorite faction now. Hell yeah, this is a <laughs> this is like my favorite. Yeah, this is like the my favorite new faction that I really enjoyed. Like, hell yeah, I am I am happy, I am stoked for Tai Chi. Congratulations, Tai Chi. And I'm looking for a picture for him, him celebrating. And besides, you know, uh, where's the beers at? Show them where the beers are at, damn it. We need to see the beers with with Tai Chi and the fellas, them drinking. Uh, and apparently poured all the beers on him too. I I missed out on the post conference. I don't know what they were saying in the post conference. I don't know if you you saw that. I didn't because it's still in Japanese right now. So I'm gonna wait until they get the the English uh-huh. uh, the English commentary because of course for some reason they didn't have the English commentary on this uh, event. I'm surprised. I mean, so Kevin Kelly is not in Japan right now, so he's doing it remotely then, pretty much. You know? Well, he did it. On uh, two days ago. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, but then, there you go. But then they didn't do this one. But he will. It will be in English on Thursday. Okay, I, yeah. I definitely got to go back and listen to that for sure. But congratulations, Tai Chi, first title and singles title, and oh, happy for him. Now you have some. Two of the main guys of the just five guys <laughs> had the belts. Uh, but like I said, there's a lot of things that we can predict on. But speaking of predictions, yeah. it's time for the predictions. For the predictions for Wrestling Dotaku coming up on Wednesday, which is May 3rd. And this is going to be exciting. We got, I mean, Jesus, I'm trying to count the, there's a lot of you know good matches here. But we're going to focus more on the title matches that are really, 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 really going to be true. We got five title matches in this card, so this is going to be very interesting to see. So I let's talk about the first one, and that is, of course, the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship, which we have Kenta versus defending the Openweight Championship versus Hikuleo. Of course, we've been seeing down the road in the Taco them, of course, feuding with each other and seeing you know, in of them those you know, eight man, six man tag you know matches. Which is great. Now, I mean, 
I like the fact to see uh, one thing I do like that, but then again, I, I don't. I like that, that he, you know, Kenta is looking strong every time when these two individuals meet, like in those eight man, six mans. I, but I just hate to see Hikuleo, uh, such of a tall man himself. Yeah. With his height, and you know, he should be a monster. He should be on uns- uh, like an unstoppable force, but he looks weak. Uh, and I- I'm afraid. I'm gonna predict my sh- my shit now. I mean, I say Kenta's retains. I don't see Hikuleo winning. Too. Yeah, I don't. And I, don't and, and I saw a loophole with how Kenta won the title. He won the title because of a boy called Gold member. Yes, and just Robinson, and he's part of Finley's group. So it's like kind of like. A loophole of how he won the title, so it makes me like wonder, like, Jesus, like, uh, did they like mess up when they were planning it, or was that just something that happened, and then they decided after that happened to split things up? But like, you got a guy that's uh, that big and he's athletic too, and Hikaleo, and you would think that he would win this, but I feel like somehow they'll get Kenta to win because of a distraction or help from the board club. Because technically, this is 10 years of the board club on Dentaku. So, this is usually like a, a big board club event where they have them win. So, I think they're going to have Kenta win. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm with you too. I think it's going to be Kenta for sure. I don't see Hikuleo. I really don't see it unless we get a new Bullet, com- Bullet Club member here. And this is a. I know maybe it's too soon, but. Imagine this could happen on this matchup, or maybe the other match we'll get into. You know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. You know what? I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna save it. Now, I mean, then also we got another second title in this card. We have the New Japan World TV Championship on the line. Zack Zombie Jr. defending the TV Championship versus, of course, the Islander himself, Jeff Cobb. Baby, that's gonna be a good match. I like the the feud with these guys going at it with each other, especially down the road. We've been seeing this, and I, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited because I want to see what Sombre is capable to do to Jeff Cobb, tech- technical wise, and that's the one that I'm gonna be like, oh, all right, yes. and oh, and maybe we get to see Jeff Cobb maybe take out some technical submission moves here because we really don't see much of Jeff Cobb using submission moves here. This could be the first time, so I- I'm excited, but. I had to play it, and I'm gonna play it. Yeah. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I knew it. I love what he does. As much as I love Jeff Cobb, I love Sombre Jr. So I think Sombre's gonna retain. Uh, this is gonna be a, a banger match. I think it's gonna be uh, 15 minutes. Remember, it's a little, the time limit. So yes. So it's it's gonna be a great 15 minutes, and I think it's gonna come down to like the. Right towards the end of the line, close to like the last mark, the last minute, and Zombri's gonna uh, get a win out of nowhere. Uh, so I, I say Zombri takes this one. I love his cockiness. I love his submission-based uh, uh, attack, where he, like he, like he said, every ten seconds he moves on to a different submission because he can't stay in a hole too long. He like his mouth, just the technical skills that he has. I like Jeff Cobb too because of his. Yeah, of his heavyweight stature, but he's still quick. He has an mixture of power and speed, and I just like his style. And he's grown his persona 
and it just like its personality over the last couple of years with United Empire. But I think that Zack Sabre Jr. picks this up. He's going to be doing a lot of appearances in, in America in the next month. They just announced him doing GCW against Nick Gage. Ooh. That's going to be taking place, at, I believe, in May. So, I, like, and this is a belt that's primarily focused on being able to travel around on TV 15 minutes. So, you're going to see it here. You're going to see it on Strong. You'll see it on, of course, you can see it on AEW or Ring of Honor. He, he defended it once on Ring of Honor. So, I think just for the fact that you got Zack Sabre Jr. doing that. I, I think he wins. Mm, okay. The, the front man gets it done. Okay. I love it. I love it. Yes, that's right. That's right. Fuck it. Ah. I do love his cockiness too, by the way. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I love it. All right. And then we now we get the never open weight championship matchup between David Finley and Challenging Tamatanga for the never open weight championship. It's going to be a banger matchup. The, the feud with these two guys ever since Finley, you know, attacked Tamatanga. And, it, it, you know, ever since it's, it's like, a, it's, I don't know why he's after him, but I mean, this is what I was going to say earlier. Could we see a new Bullet Club member? I mean, we saw Clark Connors already join. You were the attendance when you saw that happening. Now, could we see uh, Tangaloa? Joining this new book. Ah, he took, he, took, he took my thunder. He took it. I had to. Are we going to see Tungaloa turning his back on his brothers and joining Finley's Bullet Club? Hurting the governor's destiny right in the heart. Stabbing him right to the heart. So we see that happening. At but, least at least this time, Tamatanga had, at least he already defended the title once already this time yeah. around instead of last time. Because this is the same event. No, no, I think. No, no, he won the title here, and then he lost it at Dominion to Carl Anderson, but then gained it back at Wrestle Kingdom. So he at least has one or two defenses under his belt. David Finley needs to grow as the, of course, the the champion of Board Club, the leader of the Board Club. And with this being uh, 10 years, like I said before, of the Board Club, Usually they are very successful at this event. So somehow I feel like Dave Finley is going to win this title. And it allows, uh, of course, Tamatanga to go do, do something else. Whether it's a, a, you get Tangaloa coming back and, and of course, uh, turning his back on his family and joining a, a boy club or rejoining board club, I should say, because he's been away for a year and a half. He was supposed to come back like a few months ago, then re-injured, and now maybe he's coming back. We don't know. But you know that changes are going to be made within the club. So this was be, this would be a big one. This would be a big one to put brothers on opposite sides, and you could create a feud out of it with the, where Wrestle Kingdom, you get Tangaloa versus Tamatanga. Even though, mm. even though I want Tamatanga to stay on that top scale in the, in the G1, but it allows for a lot to happen moving forward. It gives you more storylines because, you know, Dave Finney will likely have one with Jay White, I feel like, right, yeah. at Forbidden Door, but this gives something for Tamatanga as well. And then you got Hikaleo, who is going to be caught in the middle of it uh, with everything. But on 
uh, Tamatanga's side. Mm. Hell yeah. So I'm say David Finley uh, shocks us and he gets the victory. Wow. Wow. You're choosing Finley. Wow. Why would you play games with me? <laughs> oh, you're playing. He's, he, you're lying. Just like he says, I'm going to get Boy Club before Boy Club gets me. That's right. He did say that. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Damn, that's good shit. That's good shit. Oh. I gotta have to go with you too, man. I think Finley might take this one. I think Finley's gonna take it. If I have a feeling we might see Tungaloa turn his back on his brothers, and this is gonna start the feud between them three, and then have them doing their own, you know, you know, diligence, and then just doing their own shit. I or unless I mean, like I said, unless he joins the Bullet Club, like how you mentioned earlier, he's the one trying to get it anyways before they get him, and he's doing that. I, I love the addition of Clark Connors. That makes you know absolute sense. And the fact that we now get to see the heel side of Connors, and I think he can really develop his character in yeah. with, with the club. But yeah, I think you need you need you need to give a belt to Finley to have him be relevant for the faction, mainly besides Yeah, you can't have him lose his first two title matches. No. As the leader, when you're trying to build uh, that part of the group up, exactly, uh, and it, it just they lose momentum, and people won't care about the group anymore, and then people will be talking about the demise of the boy club instead of uh, the the transformation of them yeah. into the the new look and new style under the new leader, which is Finley. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. I mean. I still, yeah, I, I got Finley, man. I think Finley's yeah. gonna take it, and I think he's gonna run with that belt. I think him having the belt could. I'm not saying that, no disrespect to Tamatanga, but I feel Finley could do more with that title and make it more more relevant than Tamatanga has done by far. And I blame Gato for this because that's Gato's booking. So it's, it's it, we have to blame Gato on it. Who yeah. else can we blame it on? I mean, it's just the way how they, they book. How you're booking Tamatanga, you really don't you can't give him anybody. I mean it's like it's like they they they're on the tip of the the tongue with the Tamatanga, the, the tip where he shows a lot of promise and he, like he's about to break out as a superstar, and then you just kind of check him a little bit and yeah. he gets back to that spot, then you check him again. They never let him jump over over that cliff to start him. And maybe it's the fact Maybe if they would have had the IC title, that he would have been a perfect guy to put the IC oh, title yeah. on. Uh, or, like, or maybe if the U.S. title was back in here, he could grab that. So maybe that's something in the future once uh, we get War Osprey to bring the title back because that's going to happen. I'm just going to say it now. No, once that makes the, absolute sense. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Um, if they would have brought back the Intercontinental title, then I think maybe one of these two could make it. But I, I but then again, I really want this number open weight belt to be like the Intercontinental. You want to build that belt because that belt for so many years before they did relinquish the Intercontinental, that belt was really nothing. 
it was nothing of you know yeah. and i'm glad they're making it something now and so i feel that if they can't do that then give either one of these like you mentioned the iwgp us title that's fine too i think tomatong could do a good run with that have finley start from the bottom him giving you know with never open weight have make a run with it have people go against him and then let's say he's jealous he wants that belt the u.s title belt okay go for it so i mean i feel that they should do that i don't know why like i said i love you kenny omega but you're not there yeah. you're not you're not in japan defending the belts so i'd rather have that belt to be in japan to be defended so i mean yeah it's it's, it's I don't know how I don't know even though, even though I would even though I would like to see Tamatanga wrestle in AEW uh, and over here and have the US title and defend it in other places. That's very true. That is very true. Speaking of places, where is this place gonna take? I mean <laughs> not take, but what's it gonna happen? And that is of course the never open weight six man tag team championship match. Of course, you have strong style, of course you have you have uh, Minoru Suzuki, Desperado, and of course Red Narita defending the number open weight six man versus Kazushiko Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, who became his partner. He tried to recruit Toriyano to join, he refused to. So now there's a big question mark: Who will join Team Okada heading into the Untaku? Can I say it was kind of funny when he was throwing those puns around that when he was like, "Good day" and "Good night," and then he was kind of like. Just throwing little hidden gems at us uh, of wrestlers in, uh, that were in New Japan that aren't in there anymore. He was like, maybe I get him. Maybe I get a golden lover. But he said that, the, the, like referencing the Kota Bushi. Like, it was, it was funny. Like, you've seen a little bit of the comedy st- uh, like side of, of Okada. Uh, but I, I think the mystery man is going to wind up being Yo. I feel like that's what's going to be. You got that little thing with Desperado and Yo, that little rivalry going on. Yes. That's the only guy that I can think of that that is part of chaos. Because who else is going to be Yoshihashi and Goto are doing the, the tag team thing. Eagles went to TMDK. Who's that leave? Yeah, that's true. I mean, Tanahashi's still hurt. He's not part of chaos, but I mean, Yanu doesn't want to be a part of it. I don't get it why. Um. Yeah, that could be the that could be yo. I think like, Yo's, it could yo. be it could it could be a way to bring back Tanahashi from his rib injury. It could happen, uh, but like it just wouldn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I I'm with you too. I don't know how how they're gonna book this. And I'm yeah. Question is, I mean, yeah, who wins? I mean, that's the question. That is the very good question. I think I think. It depends on who that mystery partner is, but I could see Okada's side winning. I could see them winning the trio titles because of the fact that he's been talking about one to do a never open weight uh, tag uh, title match at Forbidden Door. Like he, he kind of takes himself away from the world title picture, which is something interesting because we haven't seen him away from the, the world title picture in a while, in a couple of years. And it allows him to work other other guys it opens things up for him he's not fighting the same four or five uh title contenders now he can open things up face guys that are up and coming face guys that are junior heavyweights and then you can see different style matchups 
So, Ooh. you know what? I'm, I'm going with this. I'm going with the opposite here. I'm going with Akata Ishii and Mystery Partner. <laughs> oh, man. I think I might have to go over that side, too. I, I love Strong Style. Oh, I but, but I think who's going to jump the ball in that group is Narita. Ooh. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing that he's dropping the ball. Because if you notice the other the eight-man tags have been involved against Okada, like we've been seeing that a lot. We've been seeing that, you know, Narita, he, I mean, I don't know if Narita's ready for Okada, man. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't think he is. I don't, I don't see that. I know Desperado and Ishii, they hate the shit out of each other. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if Narita is ready for Okada. And I know that Minoru is guiding him under his wing. Like, hey, yeah, you yes. could be the top guy. And I see that. And you see Minoru, like, with a devious smile. Like, I love hey. it. I love it. I love it. And it's just like, oh, man. I And just, he's a good advocate for, for Ren. I, I think this was a great pair. I like it because they all have, they're all different styles, very unique. At the end is derb. That's why there's called strong style because these yeah. guys hit. They're fucking hitters. They are hitters. So I mean, I love it. I love it. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I yeah, I, I'm gonna go with you. I think I'm gonna go with Okada's group. I think uh, Narita's gonna drop the ball. He's gonna be the one the cause the match, and then from there he's gonna lose it and he's gonna go after Okada and we get, that feud's gonna continue between whoever is the mystery partner. I feel like uh, if we get. If we get like a one-on-one -on -one match at a Dominion or something like that down the line, I think or, even, happen. or even it's a thing where they're both in the G one on the same bracket. Mm. <laughs> that could be the case too. I mean, that could be the case. But who? We you know we never know. Oh, what's going on, Tom? Oh, oh. Brocast. What is going on? The future Brocast. Make sure to subscribe to Brocast, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. But man, yeah. I mean, we'll see. How this is going to turn out to be, and but I, I have a feeling that Okada's gonna get the pin on Narita, and because Narita mistake, Narita loses it, and then they go full on heel. Strong style will go full on heel, go after Okada again and and his faction, and we see it, it, you know we'll see Narita and Okada one on one, maybe at Dominion. I can see that happening. I agree with you. That will be a banger, to be honest, because yeah. you know how much that will put over Ren against Okada? Extremely over. Like, oh, my God, that'll be some good shit. Good shit. Speaking of good shit, and this is the main event that we're getting at Don Taco coming up this Wednesday, and that is, of course, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Sonata defending the World Heavyweight Championship versus Hiromu Takahashi, and this is going to be a grudge match. And we've been seeing them, of course, on them, you know, not teaming up, but against each other, of course, in tag team matches, you know, in six-man, eight-mans, their factions versus LIJ. And we see the tension already. We see the respect at the same time. Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna try, yeah, yeah, you're going to beat me. Oh, yeah, you're not going to do anything. And what I love about this that this is something different. If we go back and let's go back to the evil era. Go back when evil left LIJ. We see more Naito after you know, after evil, we didn't get Sonata and evil. We didn't get. Oh, we did. We, we, we slowly well, got later. it. Slowly, but later. We, we slowly, and we saw the, 
we saw the just the 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 what's called Sonata break a fuse towards the end, and then he flipped out on the evil, and then that's what led to the match at Wrestle yeah. Kingdom. So yeah. we slowly got it, but we it took like six months. Yeah, it took six months, and then this is something different. We don't see Naito right after going after Sonata. We yeah. are seeing Hiromu going after it, and this is what shocks me that Hiromu. Romu and how you mentioned earlier, this could be a Romu's test already, and him getting a feel to be in in the heavyweight class. And down the line, how you mentioned in the Dominion, we might see him getting that'll be his. He'll drop the belt, and then he'll be. And actually, actually, Hiromu did face Evil when you had the junior heavyweight and the heavyweight at the anniversary show. Anniversary show. So you did see that, and I thought that would have been that was the perfect time at that moment where I thought they could have. Moved Hiromu up, and that was three years ago, and they they still haven't done it. So, like, this is the time to do it. But all I'm gonna say is, uh, this is gonna be funny. But Sonata wins. Let's move on. Yeah, it's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) He needs he needs the win, yeah, because you you don't want to put it on. This is the way to put it on, uh, because if you put it on Hiromu, then he's definitely gonna move up. But then he has the junior title. And he has to do the best of the super juniors, so it just doesn't fit the storyline for him. So you continue this with Sonata, you continue the the big uh, like trend with him. He's on a winning streak. Everybody's behind him. You got, of course, just five guys that are gaining more and more momentum each time. You put him into Dominion. Like the only question is, who comes out and challenges him? After the match, which you would get the match at Dominion, who do you do? Is that where you get him versus Naito? I think it's going to be Shingo next. Or Shingo because, yeah, but it's I mean, it's tough. It's, it's, you know what it's telling me? You know how you mentioned, you know, Evo's run, right? Okay. The, so, Naito... I, I think Hiromu was the first one, right, to challenge Evil before Naito, yeah, right? Because, yeah, because of the anniversary. It just so happens that he was the yeah. junior heavyweight champion, and then you had the junior heavyweight versus the heavyweight at the anniversary show. So do you? Do I feel we're hitting the same route? Hiromu was, like, first, then we had... Then and, then we, and then we had Naito get his uh, rematch, and, yeah. He won it. He won it, yeah. He won it at, yeah, um, at 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 the stadium show. Yes, summer summer stadium. Summer stadium. Yeah, that's where he won it. Um, yeah. yeah, I I, uh, I hope I hope it ain't Naito. If it's Naito or Sonata, yeah. you're prolonging this feud that it, it should end already. Like, yeah. get over it. He left you. That's it. It's done. Like, move on. <laughs> There's nothing else. Let this faction do their own thing. Uh, like them take over. I wouldn't mind someone. I wouldn't mind United United Empire probably one of them to get involved in this. Um, not with Osprey. Too soon. I don't want Osprey yet. It's too too. Well, soon. Well, well, he's going for the U.S. So yeah. So he's yeah, I think baby. I think I think having two storylines where he's going for the world and then going for the U.S. and, and then of course in the same uh, pay per view because it would be Dentak and uh, it would be Dominion. You're not mm. going to have him have two matches for two different titles. It's not going to happen. So, like, you got to deep dive. Like, who's there uh, that we're not thinking of that can face 
Sonata for the world title. Like, who are you going to plug in there? That's why I'm thinking maybe it is Naito. Maybe you have Naito versus Sonata at Dominion uh, right there. Because Yeah, it could be that. You're right. I think it might happen. I think it might be Naito. Then. I just hope that they don't put the title on Naito. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. That they're gonna do that, and then it, that's bad booking because you're really destroying Sonata that quick already. And I don't think it should happen that way. I think if anything, See, I I think the perfect plan would be to have Sonata Sonata hold it on throughout, and then maybe have Naito win the G1 and fight Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe, so. and and that's his last hurrah, like for the world title. That's true. But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think who else in that roster. Unless you have, let's say if Tamatanga loses, Tamatanga yeah. goes after him. That could be the case. Because um, mm-hmm. who, who did who did Sonata beat to get to the finals in the J Cup? In, 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 oh, in, in, in the New Japan Cup. Yeah, New Japan Cup. He beat Mark Davis. Oh, that's right, Mark Davis. And who was like in that bracket alongside with him? I'm trying to remember. He beat Mark Davis. He beat Tai Chi. He beat Naito. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Naito. He beat Naito. And then the finals, he beat David Finley. That's right. Oh, man. I don't see Finley yet. I hope not because it's too soon. If he gets um, the, if, if, if the never open weight, no. No. Then, fuck. It's a good question. Who is really there that really can challenge him? Unless, unless. They bring back, oh, they bring back that golden lover, Kota Ibushi. That's probably the only man that could challenge him. Because remember, they if had they, a history. They do. If they didn't, if they weren't playing these seeds in AEW of him coming back to help the lead out against the uh, Blackpool Combat Club, I was thinking that. But then you got everything going on in AEW that are showcasing the return of Kota Ibushi with like bringing in, of course, Takeshka and how he's bleeding how now. Like he was bleeding with uh, Black Hole uh, Combat Club. And it's like you got to bleed with the club to join, yada, yada, yada. So it makes me feel like Takeshka is going to wind up turning on the elite, go with the Blackpool Combat Club. And then their equalizer is going to be Kota Ibushi. So I'm like, like th- th- this is a good one though, like because it's like it, it's gonna keep us one to watch still because we're gonna be like okay, we th- we think Sonata's gonna win the match, but now we gotta watch until afterwards because we gotta see who's gonna challenge him. Yeah, and that's gonna yeah, become yeah. that's gonna become the good part. Yeah, that's the best part about it. I think I mean we're both saying there's gonna be Nido, so it could be Nido here. I think it's gonna be Nido. And if it is him, oh well, it's fine. I mean, there's nobody else right now. You, you, you have Okada's busy with some, you know, he's, I think he's saving his rematch clause for quite not for right now. Um, I'm trying to think who else is on the roster that really, really needs one is who wants to shine. Um, Kushida, maybe Kushida could be the one, maybe Kushida could go after it. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind. And with the Dominion, it has to be like a big. It, it almost has to be a big name. Then it has to be Naito. Then yeah, that's probably that's... yeah Naito. If if okay, if Finley loses, then it could be Finley. 
I just thought of this. I don't know why I thought of, I didn't think of this before. I could see Finley losing if El Fantasma shows back up. I just thought that. I forgot about that too. You're right. Oh shit! I don't know. This is going to be a tough one. This it is, is. now. Oh, it's going to be interesting to see, man. But I, I'm stoked. I'm excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this one. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you all here for tuning in here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel and on Twitch and on Facebook. So if you're new to it, subscribe. Hit that that like button, that the subscribe button. Get that notification, the bell, as we bring you so much good shit of content here. Besides New Japan Weekly, you have Out of Here Podcast with Nick Dieterdine, of course. You have, of course, the AW Review every Wednesday here as well. You have WrestleBird Podcast every Thursday night with JD, the First Lady. And every yes, Friday, sir. you have Top Rope Wrestle Talk with Dom and Bruce and Wendy. You have them there. And also, you have Rotor Slappers with Streets. Baby Streets, man, as he bring you the knowledge, as he bring you the the advice of how to do your, you know, your baseball fantasy draft, your football fantasy draft. They got all that shebang for you guys here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We appreciate you all for tuning into this incredible Saturday afternoon and evening for everybody on the Eastern side and on Central Time. And I'm because I'm in West Coast. We're West Side, West Coast, <laughs> it's West Coast. But yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, the host Stevie's one with my other host, be compadre, mi hermano, the man with the IQ that Gato needs to figure out who's the next challenger for Sonata. That is, of course, Dan Baker, ladies and gentlemen. But, of course, here on the Bloodline Network, and also, don't forget to go, go to bloodlinenetwork.com for all the websites to get all, of course, everything from your sport, you know, from the analytics, the articles, MLB, NFL, MMA, Bakery Sports, you know, bet slips every week is up there. Make sure you go to bloodlinenetwork.com and, you know, check it out, the website, on and on, all audio platforms as well there. But, yes, here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, we don't just podcast. What do we do, Bakery? We make history. Bang, baby. Must be you, Jew. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my God, it's so great. Bang! Yes!